How's it going, everyone? Welcome to Pan Geekery Podcast, a weekly live video podcast celebrating all things geek from an all-diverse perspective. What? We are going to be talking about film, TV, video games, comic books, and other media covering all the nooks and crannies of fandom. Mm -hmm. My name is Earl Balon. I am an actor, improviser, and uh, the first comic book I ever read was Wolverine number seven. Ooh. Hello, my name is Jennifer Zhang, and I am an actor, writer, uh, immersive theater enthusiast, and artist. And uh, the first comic book I ever read was Watchmen, Volume 1. Nice. Wow. I am Walter Towns. I am a cameraman, actor, filmmaker, and just martial artist. And my very first comic book was uh, World's Finest Team. Wow. Batman and Superman. Nice. Hi guys, my name is Caitlin <laughs> Fay. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking about the comic question. Manga counts. My name is Caitlin Fay. I am an actor, a singer, a writer, and director. And does it count if the comics were in a magazine, or it has to be like an actual book? It could be anything. I mean, if it was Garfield, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, I <laughs> I don't remember the fr the first book I can remember reading was like. Pokemon, like a Pokemon manga issue. The issues of the manga, Pokemon, yeah. yeah, yeah totally. But before that, I know I'd been reading. I just can't remember what they were. That's cool. I Pokemon. don't remember a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm old. Uh, so before we go on, I would like to say a, uh, a welcome back to Walter. Yay! Welcome, welcome back, back to the table, Walter. man. So what were you doing, man? Where you been? Uh, I was out just uh, out. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just out uh, in the woods camping and uh, having a good old time in the outback of Australia. What? Trying not to get outback. Yeah, trying down not to get down under. Yeah, down under. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying not to get bit by ticks and spiders and snakes. Four snakes. Yeah. Yeah. What by ticks. It's like apparently all the most. 20 most poisonous snakes, I think, live in Australia. I oh, don't amazing. doubt it, man. So we're like, cool. cool stuff was, got to see uh, uh, kangaroos. <gasps> oh. And then I, I didn't realize until I got there that their kangaroos are like, are our deer. Like, they're just... Oh, they're that <laughs> common. They're that common. <laughs> they're that common they're and they're out. like, they're the ones who get hit when you go across oh, the freeway. Because no. they crazy. also, like, they get that deer in a headlight when they're oh, crossing and they see no. your headlights, they'll just stare at your car. Jeez. Oh. So sometimes when we're driving, you see like <gasps> carcasses. No! Carcasses. Yeah. Kanga carcasses. Kang oh, no. Kangaroo carcasses. Oh, no. <laughs> what a happy start to our Get podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that image in mind. Yeah, I know. Aww. Just think about that. Oh, no. Um, yeah, you'd think they'd hop along, but no. But like, come on. I know they see the headlights. <laughs> like, what up. do I do? <laughs> um, so, yeah, welcome back, Walter. Thanks. Um, missed you guys. No. W welcome back, Walter. Inside joke. Bow, bow, bow. Bow. Um, I want to give a shout out really quick to the chat. Hello to everybody. Um, do drop us a line. We'll try to respond to you as quickly as we can. And um, we, I see that Ang for now, you already hit it up, but um, we're doing a giveaway. So if you jump in the chat and you type the words, I love you 3000, you're going to enter yourself into a chance to get a digital or Blu-ray copy of Avengers Endgame, which is coming out tomorrow. So do that. Do I that love right you 3000. Shrek Donkey, <laughs> I see you also. Um, and what's up to uh, Aaron Nabis? Hey, what's up, man? Hey. What up, Aaron? Uh, again, uh, also, uh, shout out to our sponsors, Jimmy John's and their $10 box lunch. Uh, Freaky Fast makes it freaky fresh. Remember to go into the Korean town, 
Korean town. Remember to go Korean into the Korea town, town uh, location, <laughs> mention Pan Geekery, and get a discount. And uh, what's up to PWC, uh, Filipino Worker Center? Um, thank you for being our location sponsors. So we got a lot of stuff to go through um, today. Well, not tons, but we have two major things we're going to talk about. Um, first of all, um, we're going to talk about nostalgia. Are they running it dry? And when we say they, we're talking about the industry and media in general. Uh, we're going to talk about some geeky wrecks. Uh, each one of us is going to come up with a geeky wreck that we think you should check out um, that we feel has not received uh, the uh, the uh, appropriate light of day. Um, then we're going to go through geek news from the universe of geekdom, and uh, where we have uh, a little bit a uh, little bit about a uh, little bit of news about ingress, and then. Um, game time by Walter. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really going to be by Walter, though? I don't, we'll find out what's going to happen we'll when we get there. When else. we get there. <laughs> Life is a game by Walter. Life is a game by Walter. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is 42. Um, so, uh, first of all, Ingress trailer. If uh, if y'all don't know what Ingress is, it is a... Does anybody want to explain this? Jen, do you know what Ingress is? <laughs> um, I have no idea. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, it's this uh, AR game that's been going on uh, before Pokemon Go by the same company that makes it, Niantic. Uh, they also make... Um, the new Harry Potter AR game. And uh, yeah, so Ingress, you basically uh, play as one of either of the two factions, Resistance or Enlightened, and you battle for control of portals across the world. So it's geocaching. It's also like, you know, MMO type thing, very similar to Pokemon Go. For people who don't know, too, AR stands for augmented reality, right? right. Uh, yes, augmented reality. So the difference between AR and VR would be that AR takes uh, elements of your real world, um, incorporates it into um, a digital, like, screen, basically. I mean, like, everybody knows about this at this point, I'm sure. Like it's like Pokemon either an Go. overlay or in uh, enhancing features of real life, whereas VR is a completely fictional or right. realized world. Yeah. I just have to ask because I know mm -hmm. sometimes my mom watches this, so uh, mm -hmm. I'm sure she doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no problem. Hey, Walter's mom. What's up? She must be like 90, right? She's she had 110, you. actually. Why are we so rude? <laughs> no, I'm just Because <laughs> Walter's 55. So, so um, but anyway. Anyway, so why do we bring this up, Earl? We're, we brought up, we're bringing up Ingress because um, our own uh, Jennifer <laughs> is uh, featured in the uh, next... Uh, uh, is it the next expansion of Ingress or is yeah, it Ingress yeah. 2? All right. So there she is oh in uh, the trailer that uh, dropped online this past well, week. That's sexy. Cool. And, uh, that's who's this like 80s looking guy on the right? On the Yeah, on the left. 80s looking oh, guy. Looks like an Dylan. 80s pizza, pizza delivery man. From <laughs> I'll the tell 80s. You said that. Oh, did you just snap, call sorry. him a porn <laughs> Wow. Did you just call him a porn I mean, actor? he looks hot. <laughs> Well, Dang, uh, there yeah. you go. Hey, hit her up. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. So Slip and slide. I'll be playing Dr. Victoria Curie's. Look at that um, worried look on your face. I know. It's like, oh, my gosh. Well, the thing is, okay, You're so the, the Dr. Victoria Curie's is a quantum physicist. And, of course, like in portals, uh, oh, like portals in real life. are like a huge deal. So now the newest expansion of the story is that uh, there is this shadow organization called Nemesis. That's um, like Star Trek. Basically, trying to take over, you know, control of like the portals in this world. So uh, basically, the Enlightened and the Resistance have to team up 
and fight against Nemesis. Oh, mm. legit. Yeah. So, so. Uh, the Enlightenment and the Resistance were um, two different factions that you could play in the original iteration of uh, Ingress. Mm-hmm. So, so now they're teaming up. Do I want to mm-hmm. be a Resistance fighter or an Enlightened one? Because yeah. so they both sound badass. It, it has to do with time travel, right? So oh, I see. In, in time travel, like the people who are enlightened believe that after time travel, things are actually better because you can actually change things like for the good oh. whatever. and the resistance says like you can't just change things without being responsible for things because like right. other things okay i'm alter. a resistance fighter i think yeah resistance victoria curies is a resistance as well she's double on the resistance. right side yeah double, double, so are you guys gonna down. fight now over who's a more famous video game actor or oh my god like how's that gonna work clearly out? it's still earl <laughs> no, honestly please, don't <laughs> the th- it's Jen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're waiting for us to catch up. Oh my it. gosh! Get that mocap suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, you can't play as Victoria Curies in the game. You play as your own avatar uh, in the world with all the other players. And these characters that you see in the trailer are trope characters that you can read the backstory of, and you can also earn their badges in the game. Mm-hmm. And you're just there to make yeah. it sexy, basically. Right. Exactly. We're there for backstory. Gotcha. We're there to create the world, basically. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I like. Cool, cool. Right. I can't Thanks, wait for guys. this. Do you know when the, the expansion's going to drop? I think it's already coming out. It's already out. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it has already been being pushed. Yeah, so you could download uh, it. What, what was that, Rodney? How do I feel about it? I, I love it. I, I think it's so cool. I've been dreaming all my life to be in a video game, and I plan on this to just be my first one. So... Hey. Yeah. Nice. So she's saying, watch out, Earl. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be Lara's new best friend <laughs> in the next game. Possibility. Asian Lara. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. Uh, so um, we're going to move into our geeky Rex. So uh, what we say, what we mean when we're saying Geeky Rex is something that each one of us holds uh, special to our heart that we would like to share with people that, um, you know, hasn't been, um, you know, really... Uh, hasn't had its chance in the limelight. And uh, who wants to go first? I will go first. All right. <laughs> Walter, what's your geeky wreck? Uh, my geeky wreck comes in the form of uh, 1990s era comic book, Gen 13. The J. Scott Campbell. Whoa, that looks oh my God, sexy. sexy. It was, uh, I, I highly like recommend hot. it. It's kind of like, it's... <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was written by Jim Lee and Brandon Choi and illustrated by Scott Campbell. It was published by uh, Wildstorm under Image Comics, which later got bought by DC Comics. Right. Uh, yeah, and then the characters, the main characters are Caitlin Fairchild, Grunge, Freefall, <laughs> Sarah Rainmaker, <laughs> Caitlin Burnout, and Lynch, John Lynch. Um, I recommend it just because I like it, just because one, what really got me started on this was when I found out that um, Grunge or Percival Chang was like, you know. He's Asian. Asian American. What a great name. Percival Percival Chang. Chang. Damn. (laughs) Come on. Sounds like a war general or something. Yeah, and he wasn't like like your stereotypical like Asian comic book character, which was like, oh, I'm Kung Fu Master and this and this. He was like. He was a surfer, dude, slacker, yeah. and stuff like that. So he was. It was Asians a aren't slackers. We and all he has know cool this. Hair. Come on, look at that. Wait, wait. So which one is he? He's, he's the guy with the tattoo. Left. In the bottom oh, yeah. he just looks like a tan white dude. He's supposed I, to be Asian. Yeah, he's. Oh, his glasses. He, gotcha. And he is. <laughs> and his powers were interesting too. He actually had powers, unlike all the other Asian superheroes before him, where their powers was just martial arts. Mm. They're just really good at martial, martial arts. Martial arts is a skill, not a superpower. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, if that's true, then I have a superpower. Like, no, Wait, that's so not. So, what's the premise of the story? 
Um, it's basically to make it's, it's to simplify. Like it's kind of like X Men, but yeah. they're just a bunch of like like sexy teen, teenagers, sexy teenagers, gotcha. and with this angst of teens, and they are like uh, experiments. Uh, Why is the girl in the front so provocative looking? Because that's that's J. Scott Campbell's art. Yeah, is that Caitlin Fairchild? That is Caitlin Fairchild. Yeah. That is Caitlin Interesting. I don't know. Is she trying to fight or just take off her shirt? <laughs> like, she's off. trying to fight that's, off her clothes. Yeah, that <laughs> impressing her. Yeah, she, she fights it. The, the guys are just all Scott. <laughs> I'm fighting against the forces of the clothing. Patriarchy. Is, I know. The patriarchy tries to yeah. dress me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in clothes. I don't believe in breaking out. I will not be dressed. Literally, the um, this is issue number twelve, but the uh, the, the cover of issue one. Is a Fairchild discovering her powers or like her powers manifesting? And it's literally, literally her clothes like bursting. Oh, that sounds yeah. like an yeah. anime yeah. transformation and sequence. Yeah, and oh I mean, God. Sarah Rainmaker, I, she was Native American, right? right. Rainmaker, that's Rainmaker. gotta be Native American. Yeah. Right. Um, the one on the upper left. And what, was she the one that was a uh, bi or? I can't remember. Like uh, it, one of them, it's been a while since I read it too, though, but like uh, one of them or might be like bi. Uh, so it's one of the earlier characters that they started revealing had. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm really fascinated by this cover art. It, it's, yeah. yeah. And I feel like it could be like today. You know what I mean? Like it's very much today. It, this is like, like a yeah. Swiss pop time. band. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about a pop band. This and, is uh, like story wise. Yeah, it was interesting. And I mean, yeah, I recently recommended it for. I, I think I did a writer's pitch contest of like, I forgot which network it was. They were like asking for what intellectual property should they look into to turn into a series or whatever. Right. And I recommended, I wrote this long essay about why it should be Gen 13. Aww. It didn't well, get accepted, but. <laughs> they they did make an animated film out of it. Yes. At one point. Really? So, yeah. But did her I was hoping for burst off of her? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> did you watch it? I interested. I saw it, but it was such a long time ago. It's oh. like, I, but I mean, I would think it would be cool as a live action also, but. I think it'd be, it, it looks like it could be a show. Like yeah, Netflix mm. or something. I mean, it could it could be an easy CW show. I'm surprised no one's picked Totally, dude. Yeah. We were always uh, one of my friends and I, uh, Justin Kizon. He uh, runs a different podcast, um, but he we always would talk about fan casting Gen 13. Like, who would you cast now? You know. Oh yeah. So who would you cast now? I as Caitlin Faye or Charles? <laughs> Uh, Caitlin uh, Faye uh, as Caitlin <laughs> <Asian>. <laughs> uh, but it's <laughs> it's been like five years since we talked about it. I think back in the day, I, I don't remember. I had dreams of playing um, of grunge, grunge, playing grunge. Yeah, <laughs> so that was quite a while ago. Yeah. There, there's the first. Yeah, the first. Uh, I was trying to look it up. Dude, her clothes are her really clothes popping are off. Ripping of her. off. Yeah. Like she's kind of like hulking out with her. Yeah. There's no reason that. That fabric should still be clinging to her body. I know. It's like the nipples like so alone shredded. are holding on. Like what happens in the comic is like she like finds her powers and then she grows. Like yeah. I bet I'm she does. Sure she does. <laughs> I bet she does. Well, I'm sold. I want to read this. This looks interesting. Yeah, check it this out. And I, I, I believe there, if you guys go to like public libraries too, they have a good collection of graphic novels, and right. I think they have some of the old Gen 13 like paperbacks. So. Yeah, like um, trades. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, trade they're, paperback. Yeah. So check it out. Hmm. Um, in the chat, really quick, uh, people are calling out old image uh, titles. Uh, Stormwatch, Wetworks. Yeah, yeah. We'll shout out. Mm -hmm. um, 
Rainmaker played for both teams. Yes, thank you, Play Kill. Yeah. Who said that? Play Kill. Yeah. What's up, man? And also Dreamfall. 71. Yes, I am wearing a Shadow of the Tomb Raider shirt. Yeah, oh, yeah. it is. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, shout out to Viva Bella. I love you 3000 as well. Aww. Cool. Yay. Who is, uh, who's, who's, who's got next? next on the Geeky Rex? Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider hype. No, no one wants Anybody? to volunteer. Uh, I'll go. Geeky I'll go. Okay. Um, so mine is Papers, Please. And nice. you may have heard of this or you may not have Papers, heard of it. Please. Uh, Papers, Papers, Please. Papers, Please. <laughs> um, so basically, it is a indie game that you can play on Steam. Um, basically, the, the graphics are kind of set in this kind of 12-bit, right? 16 16-bit yeah. uh, type style, so it's like hearkening back to that that old style. But um, the entire gameplay consists of you approving or denying passports. And I swear, it's crazy. I, it's yeah, way, I figured it's way more complex. <laughs> no, than no that. it looks well, like that I makes th- me laugh. Is it during a war where it's people are like trying like to get visas? It's so, like, like communist. Hold like, on. It was my logic point. It looks like Nazis. It's that, a very specific. Wait, hold yeah. on, okay, I figured. Hold on. Yeah. That was this the, the grabber. So y'all okay. are grabbed. Okay. Great. Um, so basically, uh, you do play as um, an immigration officer that has newly been employed at this um, basically totalitarian country called Artstatska. And the thing is, Artstatska is in the center of a war that's like in between nations. All of these are fictional nations, but it's loosely based off of the old Soviet Union. And so like these neighboring countries are at war with each other and there are plenty of people looking to get into your country. Only thing is, you also have a family to feed, you need to keep the heat on, you need to like, give medicine to your children and your uncles and your grandfather, whatever. So like every person that you get correctly, uh, either correctly approved or denied, you get $10 for the day. And everybody that you get wrong, you get deducted ten dollars. Hmm. And if you don't make enough money, people in your family start dying. Oh. Wow. So not only that, though, like the the stakes for each like, yeah. So the the stakes for each of these things gets higher and higher because you have to be so detail oriented. The rules will keep changing every time. Like people will have to have requirements for work visas. They will have to have a certain stamp. You need to make sure that their birthdays line up. People will try to forge their passports to try to get their way into this country, <laughs> which is their only line of defense. And then the real shit happens when like a guy will come in, have a perfectly good passport and say, my wife is about to follow me, but she doesn't have a good one. Can you just let her in? Otherwise, she's going to die. So and what you happens? Have, you have you to choose. decide. But and does then... that guy have any, like, Nothing. money to slide? Nothing. <laughs> Walter, Nothing. we know what you would do. Be like, sorry, sorry. Your, your wife's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> papers, please. <laughs> papers, please. Papers, please. How about your papers? <laughs> oh, um, man. Yeah, so like you, you get to decide. I think you get... At, you can have, you can afford up to two passports wrong per day, but you also have to keep in mind that you could get additional passports wrong due to like human error or whatever, you know? You'll get written right. up for that. But not only that, there are also terrorists that hate your country and will try to cross the border, in which case you have to get out a gun and shoot at them. This is yeah. crazy, y'all. This is yeah, it's insane, a reals, yeah. actually. But the thing is, it also follows a slightly Oregon Trail like, uh, 
structure because not only are you trying to gain enough money to keep your family members alive, keep the air on, whatever, um, you're also um, going from day to day. So you can last anywhere from like day five and you can go all the way to like day 130. So there are multiple endings to this. And there's also people from terrorist organizations that come in and try to employ you because they don't believe in the government that Arstatska represents. Mm. Wait, is, so, that, is that a real country? Ars no, no, no. No, it's, no, it's a America. fictional country yeah. based okay. off of the old Soviet Union. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So it, it's modeled after the after the Soviet yeah. Union during the Cold War. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Exactly. So like, um, yeah. So in essence, you can actually become like, a, you know, leaning in so many different ways. It's like a very simple premise that becomes very complicated and very morally involved. And it's a good game. When did this you know? game come out? A few years ago. A couple yeah. years ago already. But, but it's modeled to look a lot ago. older. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's like in Stranger like Things. It's because it's an indie game. Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. a lot of these like indie companies yeah. aren't going to spend the money on like yeah. 3D graphics and all they that. They also recently yeah. uh, right. made a short film based on this, oh. which was pretty guys. Pretty, pretty, pretty good gay? and nice. Pretty guys. Oh. <laughs> pretty guys. Pretty guys. Yeah. Anyway. I've also played Papers, Please, and it's definitely worth a worth a play you've also mm. played yeah. papers please play papers please please the paper he please. said oh. yeah. papers i mean please. uh it's available on steam so yeah. uh, cool. is, that, is it available on other platforms too i think so right. yeah i've never played it i've only played it on steam so mm. I i'm um, enjoying these wrecks you guys yeah. Yeah. We, we should do this more often rodney <laughs> wow okay uh, we have a couple of wrecks in the uh in the chat too aaron nabis dropped um a graphic novel series by stephen frank uh, called Dark Planet mm. about um, vampires set in a pulp noir world. So oh. that's cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, Eric. Dark, Dark Planet. Dark Planet. Okay, writing that yeah. down. Uh, Dark Crystal. Dreamfall Dark. 71 says, it sounds too complicated. Let's play Sims instead. Papers, <laughs> <laughs> please. Yeah. Papers, please. That's, yeah, it's super complicated. I mean, I, it depends it's on what hard. kind of games you go. Yeah. It's really difficult. Like it. it keeps yeah. getting harder, but yeah. Um, anybody else? Uh, Geeky Rex. Caitlin? Geeky Rex. Oh gosh, I'm nervous. You know you when you are, like talk about go, something right. you like and right, you hope right. the other people people will like it too, but you're not sure. <laughs> I okay. really like it. I know you do. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I have one person. Okay, so my Geeky Rex is Berserk, which is originally mm. a manga. Mm -hmm. It's a dark fantasy manga by Kentaro Miura. Um, it's considered sign-in, which, as we discussed weeks past, is um, and it's like an anime or manga mainly geared towards older men and boys, yep. so like teenagers and up, not shonen. So yep. that means it's got Game of Thrones-style gore and titties, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it was also Titty turned gore, into right. an anime in 1997. This story takes place in a medieval European type of setting um, in the midst of a war between two kingdoms. One kingdom is Midland and the other is Tudor. And um, it's kind of a epic-like saga in the sense that um, the main character is this lone, beefy, bicepy mercenary named Guts. Like that's his actual. His name is Guts, yeah. or in Japanese, Gatsu. There's no last name. It's Guts. Yeah, and Guts. Uh, basically, he falls into the company of this. Um, group of mercenaries called the Band of the Hawk. And they're led by this charismatic 
long flowing white haired leader named Griffith, mm-hmm. or in Japanese, Griffith. Griffith. Uh, and Grievous? G- Grievous? No, Griffith. <laughs> Guts and Griffith. Anyways, and um, he joins this mercenary band, and like there's this girl named Casca, and they're Ooh. always fighting. She's also a warrior, badass chick. And basically, shit goes down. It's um, the story is kind of like one of those. It's a the the where the villain is the former like best friend of the protagonist. So it's a doomed friendship type of antagonist. Mm-hmm. And um, basically the rest of the series is him trying to get revenge on his former best friend Griffith because demons and shit. <laughs> so, um, and a curse. And uh, it's just very dark and graphic and fantastical. But it's uh, also, no sorry, oh, no I'm good. still talking. Oh, uh, it's also very deep because it explores themes of camaraderie, friendship, war, and also uh, fate, and whether or not humans have a say in their ultimate nature, being good or evil. Mm-hmm. So that's Berserk. Yay. And I really love it, because it's really good. It's so good. Yeah, it's good. No, I just recently yeah. watched it. Oh, sorry. Like, um, Which one? The, 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 the 1997 right, one, right? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say not, not the new one. Yeah. Oh. Or the film. Oh, it's on was Netflix, on Netflix or okay. Hulu. You watch if you watched on Netflix, then you saw the like the 20, 2011, 2012 films. Oh, okay. So that's the that's the first season of the anime, but like in much nicer condensed right. form. It's, yeah, it's in like film format, and the the animation's like way nicer because uh, you had higher budget. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Berserk is a it's, it's an older anime, so yeah, um, and it's an older manga. It right? is so the manga, like George R. R. Martin's Game of Thrones, is right. still going, right. and that came out in 1988. Oh my wow. god! So and like George R. R. Martin, this guy Kentaro Mura is infamous for taking like hell along hiatuses and like we don't know when the next issue is coming out so he's not very regular but his artwork is so impeccable and the storytelling is so complex and deep and interesting that people kind of forgive him for it because yeah. he, obviously, right. he takes right. his time yeah um like the sword the fights and the in the pages and oh even yeah. the anime is like yeah. just very graphic and yeah super blood yeah. squirt it I- <laughs> blood squirt. Anyways, yeah. um, but yeah, blood even squirt. even for <laughs> even for like 1997, you look at the animation or and sprayed. it's even shitty for back then. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> it's just never gotten a lot of funding. Or <laughs> 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 I'll just do a blood sport gesture. For <laughs> <I know. laughs> <laughs> like Claude Van Damme. That's <laughs> 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 sorry. Anyways, uh, yeah, I, I came across Berserk a few years ago, funny, funnily enough, because I was trying to find an anime that was like Game of Thrones, and oh, right, I was okay. recommended Berserk, right, and right. I was like, okay, whatever, and I started watching it, and I was like, fuck, this is really good. Nice. <laughs> yeah, like three, four years ago. That's it's funny. interesting, too, because his artwork reminds me of like Fist of the North Star. Yeah, the yeah, ones, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's just old yeah. school, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. but still got it. Yeah. Um, Still got it. From chat, Ma Brand says Berserk is awesome. <laughs> and Aaron Nabis uh, recommends uh, Goblin Slayer. Oh. Hit with my Goblin Slayer. That's a more old school one, right? I think so, yeah. 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 Actually, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a little gulf in my knowledge right now. I was also know. recommended um, a Game of Thrones type show, which is... Um, uh, uh, the Expanse. No, what is the one? <laughs> the one that's like... Uh, 
fuck. It's like the, the intergalactic heroes. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a space opera. Uh-huh. Help me out, guys. That's not... Space no, 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 no. It's an anime. It's an anime. Oh. Yeah, we, we just laughed about it the other week. Oh, uh, I brought uh, it up. Uh, Galaxy uh, Heroes, Heroes of, of the, the Galaxy. galaxy. Damn it, like no. Guardians of the Galaxy. No, it's not Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> it's like no, it's not Gundam. It's like oh, fuckers. There's so many. There's so Damn many. It. No, Sorry. it's like it's like it was from the 70s and it was it like is an Heroes epic of the Galaxy. Heroes no, of the Galaxy. Not Heroes. Galactic Hero- Legend of the Galactic Legend Heroes. Legend of the Galactic Heroes. That's yes. like oh a God. Game of Thrones type space opera. It's yeah. old school, yeah. It's yeah. old school, yeah. Wait, that's an anime? Yeah. Yes. Legend okay, of the, Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Legend. Yeah. And there's like a ton uh, of characters. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be really good. Yeah, that's an yeah, it's super old school. Yeah, there's a bunch of those in that kind of time yes. period. Mm-hmm. I'm down so, for it. Yeah, I'm down for all that old stuff. Anyways. Your turn. Oh yeah, it's me. Okay. So my geeky wreck, and I've spoken about it a couple times already. <laughs> and uh I, I I feel like I'm its uh Number one, uh, um, you know, it's uh, evangelist on this world. Go deep, Earl. Go deep. Is Dragonlance now? Okay, Dragonlance is one of the first uh, novel. Yeah, I like that. That's uh, a logo. That is actually the updated logo from um, when uh, Wizards of the Coast bought it out. Yeah, looks like someone made it for Renaissance Fair. Yeah, Yeah. that's cool. Renaissance Fair copied that. Yeah, (laughs) Renaissance Fair. Uh, Anyway. So, Dragonlance is um, a novel series that was started back in the day, like in the 80s, went back in the day, uh, by Laura and Tracy Hickman. Um, they created this world, and then it was expanded by and um, expanded, expanded by Tracy Hickman and Margaret Weiss, who became the authors of the novel series. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they based it on... Um, uh, events that happened during their play sessions, and that kind of became the the basis of the world that they created. Um, it started off with the uh, Chronicles series, and it tells basically the story of a world called Kryn. Uh, and Kryn is a world where um, all the gods have disappeared. Um, there is no magic left in the world, and there's a group of uh, companions called the Companions. Well, they're just called the Companions in the beginning because there's nothing to kind of uh, bring them together. But um, the Companions find this woman, this glimmer of uh, magic that is starting to come back in the world. Mm. Uh, a magic staff made of blue crystal like appears all of a sudden and becomes kind of the center of... Um, um, this huge war where gods are trying to come back into the world and wrest power from one another. So mm. there are two sides, of course. It's very black and white, very Tolkien. Uh, Tolkien, um, And uh, there's the evil gods and there's the, the good gods. There are also gods of neutrality. But the main battle, of course, is between the good and evil gods. Um, the evil gods um, are led by Tachesis, who is uh, the queen of darkness. She rules all the forces of evil on Kryn and... Um, all the evil dragons. So as with all of um, uh, D&D worlds, mm-hmm. all the chromatic dragons, so all the dragons that you can assign colors to, red, green, blue, black, white, um, those are all evil dragons. Mm. And they're opposed by all uh, the good dragons and their forces. So the good dragons are led uh, by Paladine, um, the, the platinum dragon, and uh, all the good dragons are the metallic ones. Oh. So uh, gold, bronze, silver... Um, brass, copper, all those. Oh my god! Hmm. And it's it's that war. So um, uh, it starts off with uh, yeah the 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 blue crystal staff, and uh, they find these new creatures that have never been um, have never popped up on Kryn before, and they look like 
uh, humanoid dragons. Humanoid dragons, uh, humanoid dragon versions of the good dragons, except they're corrupted. Mm. Humanoid versions. Of the, so they like of the good dragons. They so look like humans? Mm-hmm. Like metallic humans. They're like anthropomorphic. Yeah, anthropomorphic dragons. dragons. Just yeah, with humans with snouts, basically. Basically, with yeah, dragon and men. And with dragon yeah. animorphs. Yeah, like but animorphs. With dragons. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> Except uh, they're evil. And it ends up being that they are uh, stolen eggs from the good dragons that were corrupted. Oh. During their gestational stages. And oh my the, god! This is yeah. like, I'm trying to. Yeah. So that's Tachesis in the back. Oh, these look like furry type. So who's this girl in front? She looks that like is a badass. Lorana. Lorana is the queen of, or the uh, princess of the Qualinesti, who is in love with Tannis Half Elven, the leader of the Companions. Yes. <laughs> she looks and like She-Ra. She is very. Uh, she she becomes a golden general. She leads an entire like <laughs> army of um, dragons. She's one scrap of blue cloth away from showing us her yeah, hoo ha. Dude, is, she like gets a bikini wax every Tuesday. She's like, I can see your hoo ha. Enough hoo-ha. with these clothes. The picture <laughs> 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 of me. But the uh, my my <laughs> <laughs> I must. Um, <laughs> the uh, five headed dragon in the back is Tekisis, the queen of darkness. That's her like oh. dragon manifestation. So yeah, and those two on the other side, either side of Lorana, are the uh, dragon men. The, oh, the uh, corrupted. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the draconians. They're called in the game. Draconians. Draconians. Yeah. Oh, like that's where yeah. it comes from. Draconian people are evil. Right. <laughs> Draco Malfoy. Yeah, huge, huge. There's there's three initial um, three initial novels called Chronicles, and that goes into Legends, and then there's the histories called Heroes. Uh, and it keeps on going. There's third and fourth like series um, that tell the story of the companions and their kids. So it's a lot of books. Quick. But yeah, you should read. I mean, pick it up, check it out. It might feel a little dated, but I f- I love this. This was, this like, was my yeah. game of my Game of Thrones before yeah. Game of Thrones was a thing. So. Quick question: Was yeah. is that is was were they like they're women, right? Who created that? Was that unique back then, or that's uh, were they the first to do that? Well, um, Tracy is actually a dude. Uh, oh, I, then, I figured. I was right, like, right. I think that Tracy might be a guy. Right? Uh, Tracy's yeah. dude, and then um, Margaret. Well, of course. Well, but she's a woman, and um, I, but I I don't know if it was necessarily uh, rare back then. There were definitely there have been a lot of women playing D and D like all like uh, over the years, even mm. back then. It's just you know it's not been D and D as in general is something that hasn't been explored by the pop culture and until as of you know recently. Just recently. So you know, uh, but. Yeah, women have always played a huge part, especially in Dragonlance. Oh. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But that's my geeky rec. Cool, thank you. Yeah, so, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you I, recommend I start with the first book? Or Yeah, the first book What's is Dragons of, f- of Autumn Twilight. Dragons of Autumn Twilight. <laughs> yes, the dragons. That sounds dragons like and Twilight. an episode of like My Little Pony. <laughs> Two franchises. They're all... <laughs> <a little> <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> Do they sparkle, sparkle in the <laughs> So um, in the chat, Playkill... Uh, <laughs> Suggested Legend of the Overfiend. <laughs> Legend of the Whoa. Overfiend? Yeah, do not look that up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. What's that? Yes, look oh, it up. Oh, that's uh, Legend yeah, of yeah, the yeah. Overfiend? I know what that is. And then uh, <laughs> Quasi Word said, I had all of the Overfiend vids. Good to know. Good to actually, know. I, I sh- actually, I mean, Good I don't know. know what that is. I just <laughs> <No>. heard. <laughs> <laughs> look at it. Look, look at them, look, look it up. Look at them, look it up. I'm sure it's probably on the hub now, you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, it's all just monsters, right? Oh, Oh, wait. What? Let's see what happens here. What? Okay. Oh, my God. Tentacles yet? Japanese? (laughs) Yes, it is. 
Oh, it's an erotic hentai. There it goes. There it goes. Erotic horror. You guys are. Dumb. That's disturbing. I was hoping just Is for it like though? for an, uh, like an exclamation of tentacles. But tentacles. Oh my god, there's a tentacle. It's, there's a YouTube. It's just like one tentacle though. No, oh, there's there are many, many tentacles. Uh, there's just, just one tentacle. There's more than right. anime nasties. Uh, there's the, 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 save so, that for your next geeky, Rick. I know. Oh <laughs> Speaking of uh, older uh, anime, like like Legend of the Overfiend, I'm sure there are people that feel nostalgic about that. <laughs> um, you want to pay $40 for the complete volume. It's it it's available. Yeah. Apparently. Oh my god. Volumes one, two, and three. Holy shit. Them. Is it on Crunchyroll? <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? A, uh, do they have it on uh, on on uh, Aniplex? No. Yeah. So uh, we're going to move into our next section um, about nostalgia. Called, are they milking nostalgia dry? Jen, I what know. have you I to like say? I like that adjective. Or, uh, so that milking. <laughs> So milking. our producer came up with the prompt, are we milking nostalgia dry? And I, I think it's a very interesting question. I'm going to break it up into parts. But first off, if we think about nostalgic content, we're talking about things that are uh, derivative of past franchises that we have been fans of before, mm -hmm. right? And we are also maybe talking about things that make deep references to things that occurred in real life maybe, right? So those all kind of fall under nostalgic content. So like, if I can go around the circle and ask like, what do you guys think is the percentage of like original to derivative content right now in media, what would you say? When you say derivative content. Like nostalgic content. Like- You mean, hold on. Are you including like reboots and- Yeah. Uh, reboots. Like yeah, exactly. As opposed to as opposed to original like completely original like series, films, yeah. books. Okay. I want to say sixty five percent is is what uh, reboot or derivative? derivative. Okay, yes. Wait, hold on. Would that count as like say there's like a children's mm -hmm. book series and then they create a movie series mm -hmm. off of that? That's mm -hmm. considered derivative. Yes. Oh, then I would actually argue more than sixty five percent. The vast majority of movies coming out in Hollywood are based off of some kind of. Uh, existing book or IP. written series, mm -hmm. existing IP, exactly. Well, yeah. so are we talking about stuff that's inspired? But that's inspired. By I'm, I was thinking more like no, but it's like launched under, like say Nancy Drew. It's still launched right. under Nancy Drew mm. or the Harry mean? Potter movies. Harry Whereas Potter. like Harry Potter, Stranger Things is actually inspired by stuff so, in but the eighties, but it's an original gotcha. concept. So we're not yeah. counting Stranger Things esque stuff. No, 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 no. no. Because okay. that's that's an original. Yeah. That's original. Yeah. Isn't derivative like if it's like the Spider Man? Like they mm. we had a Spider Man, then they redid Spider Man again. No, that's derivative. I, right. I would say mm. Spider Man falls under it because, I mean, that was part of the reason why I even thought of this this topic was Stranger Things relies so much on nostalgia. Okay. Right? You know, it's it's relying so much on nostalgia where like even like some of the plot points. Well, there's, such, there's such callbacks to the 80s. Yeah, it's a derivative of like Goonies and that kind of yeah. genre. So, right. So it is derivative, is what you're saying? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Oh. Because it's just so Instead of just inspired mm -hmm. by. Then where do you draw the line? Because I feel like so many things are derivative of something else. Right? I think they're definitely crossovers of each, right? Like Stranger Things is a new premise. It's like a new franchise, yeah. but right. it's also like calling on E.T. and Goonies and. You know, yeah. Um, so even for instance, like Ready Player One, right? Mm -hmm. Ready Player One's like another example of it's a original story, 
but it's so relies so heavily on like nostalgia because there's so yeah. many references to like 80s games 80s 80s content 80s movies so <laughs> in that in that regard it's like yeah i mean it doesn't have S. to be but I, I guess what i'm saying is like nostalgia really seems to be a major theme yeah in a lot of yeah. stuff we're doing well to me so, it just comes back oh sorry go ahead to me, you come I was just gonna say, like, think of Deadpool too, and they're like, he's like, we shall call ourselves X Force, and then yeah. Domino's yeah. like, isn't that derivative? <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. That was one of the funniest parts of yeah. that movie. <laughs> so, do you guys think like this has always been the case, or do you think like in recent years we've been banking more on nostalgia, like in media making? Than oh, before? I think it's. Mm. I want to say recent. I think it's it's definitely gone on the uptick recently. Yeah, yeah. I it could just so. be that as we move forward in time, there's more pop culture to draw from. That's you true as I mean? well. I mean, it's true, but I th- I also think that it's just studios are just they're they're either on. one being lazy and two they 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 realize that like all right, you already have a set fan base there, yeah. so right. why yeah. don't you use yeah. it? And then with, you know, like Michael Bay's incursion into our childhood and destroying <laughs> childhood. Like Wait, would you favorites. say that, yeah, I know a lot of people don't like these, but the live action Disney remakes, right. are those like the pinnacle of derivative filmmaking? Is, is I, that what we're I, talking I, about here? Yeah. Because you know they're banking about, on yeah, millennials right. being like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I love Aladdin. Right, right, right. That was my childhood. Yeah. Let's pay $13 to watch the live action version right. by Guy Ritchie. I absolutely you know? I think so. Yeah. Um, I, and then in that case, yes, mm-hmm. I do think we're milking this dry. I think it's it's yeah. definitely being milked. I, I don't know. I just If we're thinking about um, all the movies coming out and how many of them are original IPs, mm-hmm. if we're looking at it like that, um, there's not a lot, you know? There's not a lot, yeah. And, and a lot of them are very risky and a lot mm-hmm. of them, some of them do well but a lot of them also fail. I mean, we were talking, like, right before this, we were talking about Valerian, mm-hmm. and we were talking yeah. about, even if we're staying in that same vein, Jupiter Ascending was, oh. Another, oh, yeah. was another, like, original Mila IP. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was... <laughs> I was heard that, That's that not was... original. Was that original? That's an original, yeah. Original, original IP yeah. as well. So and you're saying, we're sucking at this original thing, we just gotta be more derivative. Well, <laughs> I'm not saying I know, because but like it works. But then we're, t- but then also on John the, on Carter the converse, was not original. That's a which one? John Carter. John, John Carter, Carter was not. Was yeah, not. that's yeah, that's an original. That's an existing IP. Yeah, but like we're like on the converse side, like Pacific Rim. That's that's an original IP, but mm-hmm. that did well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's just that they're maybe they're more swingy. You know. Mm. I guess the question is, um, if we're milking it dry. If that indeed is the case, is there anything wrong with that? You know, like wh- right. un- what uh, measuring stick are you putting all this under? Right. Yeah, I was I was thinking like at what point does it run dry? You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. like to me, it's not a question of like are we mi- milking nostalgia? It's like because we'll always have nostalgia. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. it will always be a commonplace feature of media, mm-hmm. and like. When we're saying that question, it's a bit leading to me. So right. I don't necessarily think like that's the question to be asking. I think like in our generation, though, we are seeing that uptake of like using things that we had from childhood to like, you know, see the fullest extension of that right. and see how many mm. iterations that can have. Mm. So like to me, it's like how long and how bad can a series get? before we become like utterly betrayed by how much we used to love it. Right. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, okay. Before it starts I think I see what you're saying. Before it just starts to, yeah. 
like yeah. imploding. Right. Like yeah. season eight of Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, that but was just D but it's not, not knowing how to end it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, not yeah. nostalgic. Right. Yeah. But it, in that similar manner, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at what point do we actually get sick from it? But the thing is, we, I feel like, in the past mm. decade have been really addicted to these See types nostalgia. of reboots and nostalgic yeah. content. But I think know, the rebooting. best example would be Transformer series that the hype when it first came out and just like how it just struggled, at least in my opinion, mm. as it came, the later episodes came out. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. just. And no one really cared, but the studio kept trying to push it out anyways. Yeah. Well, like, it's because they do so well overseas. Overseas, yeah. you know, and like, you know, people just go, they just go in and overseas, especially like in Asia where, uh, or uh, developing countries where they just go because there's air conditioning in these theaters or something <laughs> to do, you know? Wow. I mean, I'm sorry. It's hot in some places. I, it's I, hot in the Philippines. It doesn't matter. Philippines. I go through the theater just to hide out. Yeah. Shoot, I do that here. That's, I mean, but I go to PWC the, yeah. to escape the But heat. that's the science of it, too. Like, that's been studied. Like, that's why Bollywood is such a big thing, and that's why their films are like three hours long. And they're all very mm. formulaic. Formulaic. Because people go there and mm -hmm. they enjoy the movies, but really it's to get away from the heat. They like the air conditioning mm -hmm. and they right. disappear. It's like, oops, sorry. It's their escape. And that's why it's three right. hours. It's kind of like pay for the experience, like the yeah. Victorians and opera. Like not right. many people are mm -hmm. actually paying attention to the story of the opera. It's that's the reason the operas symbol. were so freaking right. long because yeah. yeah. it was a status symbol. But also people went to hang out. Right. That was like yeah. their mall. You know, you're not yeah. even really paying attention to the second well, act. Right. But right. We, yeah. But we also have to like remind ourselves that what we're talking about here is mainstream culture. You know, yeah. because like a lot yeah. of indie culture is coming out with original content, and a lot Very of times true. like indie content becomes mainstream content. You yeah. know. I just feel like it, with well, okay, when we when you go to that train of thought, like I feel like it's because of doing more derivative work or remakes and whatever you want to call it. Like I feel like it. It, it constrains indie work or indie films. It definitely How so? does. Because, because they don't want to take a risk on an indie project. There's just less right. money business. in this. So do you think yeah, it comes right. down, I was thinking, does it come down to uh, like corporate greed by the big Hollywood oh, executives? Totally. Sure. They're voting that. conservatively right. to go, yeah. like we know this stuff works. Right. Forget if we're transgressing art itself. Mm -hmm. Let's just keep pumping <laughs> right. out another Transformer film. Well, yeah. like another shitty Pirates it. of the Caribbean sequel. Yeah, mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, that's why. Oh, sorry. But I was just gonna say the, the best example. That's why Marvel. Right. Oh, right. Wait, oh, that, but oh, you sorry, love sorry. Marvel. No, no, I know. But I'm saying <laughs> it's the best example because yeah. Marvel had to literally just like we're just gonna do it ourselves because mm -hmm. everyone else before that were like right. were the studios being gatekeepers and mm -hmm. being like, oh, we know more than you, Marvel. Mm -hmm. So you know, huh? We'll we'll change Spider-Man to the way we want it when right. mm -hmm. you know, and Amy Pascal was studio exec. That's why. You know, she she was responsible for the changes with Tobey Maguire and like the organic web shooters and all that stuff. Mm. Which um, was weird. Uh, same thing with like Fantastic Four. Like all these changes, these were studio execs who wanted to make their changes because they believed that they for whatever knew they knew than better the creatives, right? than yeah. the creatives, and the, they knew the fan base would accept what they wanted. Mm. And you know, and that, and even X Men, same thing like that. That's why Marvel was just like, "F it, we are gonna make something of our second or third tier." Because that's all they heroes and characters. Yeah, that's all they had. Yeah. And so they took Iron Man and did the way they believe Iron Man should be. Mm. And so that's and at the time that was a risk. Like Marvel was like the independent 
right. filmmaker studio in a and way. And this is just 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it was in Robert Downey Jr. It was like he was in a recovery from like all the stuff that he was getting into. Right. He was his, rehab. He was DIYs. rehab. Yeah, and he was yeah. trying to get back. He was just got out of jail recently, and then so he's like, Shoot, he was I'll, a risk too. Yeah, he was a risk. So he's like, and he joined them, mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah, let's all do this risk together. So he's, they had that mentality, and that's why I love Marvel Studio. You know, like the way they did it, like they took a risk and. Robert Downey Jr., you know, and all those guys, they were just like, we'll take a risk and we'll do this like an independent film. Favreau, Sean Black. Favreau, yeah. yeah and then, mm-hmm. boom, here we are now. Ten because yeah. all those studio execs didn't believe in them and didn't support them. Mm-hmm. And I'm, in a way, I'm glad that they didn't because they got to do what yeah. they got to do. Right. I, I feel in my gut that, like, when people do take artistic risks, artistic risks like that, more often than not, it's going to result in something new and wonderful. You know what I mean? But as soon as something becomes new and wonderful, I feel it like a lot of studio execs seize upon it <laughs> like and then shark make bait. it a hollow like, oh rendering. Oh my God. Well, it's like nothing is sacred. Yeah. They can't just leave things alone without... Yeah. Well, I think that's... I mean, with you, Marvel, they've done a nice job in actually wrapping up that entire yeah. franchise series. Arguably, you know, for stuff, Caitlin is there twitching. <laughs> but I'm sure, like, the, but you haven't seen all the films. I'm so. sure the studio exec would even argue your, your with you. Your opinion is moot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the studio I'm exec would finish. Argue, like, <laughs> in their in their own mind, they're thinking. The, Sorry, they're thinking of the same way you're thinking. Is mm. like, oh, I'm gonna, I have a unique take on this because right. I'm outside of the comic book. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanna. I think it's. Yeah. It should be organic spider web shooters right, right. and whatever. So I guess like my distinction is I love hearkening back to nostalgia. I feel like it's a natural artistic process. Like mm. after every 20 year period, people are always going to reference back, right? Yeah. We're going to see a live action Sailor Moon in our lifetimes, I swear. You know <laughs> I what don't I mean? Doubt There's it already also. a live action Sailor but Moon. The uh, yeah, well, but maybe I in don't Japan know, there'll be another one in America, yeah. you know? Okay. But oh. like I'm surprised there isn't. I feel like the the, the dark side of like using nostalgia as a factor is that it will be like harvested like a cash cow. Yeah. Like how many more Ghostbuster remakes? How many more? Ocean's 14 until it bleeds. You know what I mean? And then like the originality of it is kind of lost to you will buy this anyway. We deserve your dollar and therefore like the story doesn't have to be that great you know what? I'll you have this it. to say remember when Toy Story 4 was coming out and I was right. bitching and moaning like why, why do we need a Toy Story 4 we don't right, need a Toy right, Story right. 4 mm-hmm. and we watched Toy Story 4 mm-hmm. and I was like okay that was actually really good Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that as long as the movie or the story or the book or whatever mm-hmm. itself holds up as a narrative in and of itself. An original narrative as in an and of itself. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Then the nostalgia hasn't been milked dry. Exactly. But it's when That's you start difference. pumping out movie after mindless brain numbing movie mm-hmm. with paper thin plots and lack of characterization and over nostalgification. Stranger <laughs> things. Um that's when you start milking that cow dry. Um, but remember, Toy Story is original content too. That's right. But it's yeah, also but been ri- uh, it's been nostalgia upon itself. Yes, if that makes sense, mm. because it occurred over a long time. Yeah, and also the arc was already wrapped up, and studio execs were like, "But we want another one. Can you write another one?" And the creators were like, mm. "Okay, you know I what feel I mean." Like Pixar is a really interesting example because like right. everything they put out is like a touch of gold, you know. Yeah. But I think it's because like they actually have really like. I think it's their process. It's in, their like, philosophy. Yeah. Their, their philosophy. team is 
cutting edge. Yeah. The philosophy is don't let this baby out until it's fully gestated. Mm -hmm. They take years and years just hammering out the story. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and yeah, I think, I don't know, maybe it's just the touch of Walt Disney himself, but mm -hmm. they, I think they have like a, there's a philosophy. Well, to it I, I do think that like, um, what it really comes down to is that if you have creators that have more control, then, then but surely Pixar is also kind of controlled now, right? It's I'm sure, yeah. But they still have like their own campus, yeah. and like they uh, have Disney like, gives them like some right. freedom. It's to like do that arm's length, own. so oh. yeah. um, as opposed to like you're in house and you're there mm. answering to an executive every day mm. from like the uh, the multi the multi uh, national conglomerate. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, what about yeah. um, like James Bond? Right. I mean, that's been going on for years. Mm -hmm. Right, well, right. Well, I have to say, I loved Casino Royale. You know what I mean? I think it took, like, a, the old novel and then, you know, expounded on it, and it became, and like, this amazing thing. And Daniel, yeah, Daniel Craig, Craig kind of, like... And Rachel... Uh, not Rachel Weisz. Uh, Ava, Ava Green. Amazing Ava Green. Casting. Penny Dreadful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah! She was incredible <laughs> in that, you know? I'm but the then, money. of course, it, like, descends to Quantum of Solace, which is... Which was that's the next I mean. film, uh, wasn't it? But that's what I mean. You start right, right. so well, yeah. and then whoosh, It's kind of um, like Westworld. Now, <laughs> I haven't seen season two of Westworld, but if I know Jennifer Zang, <laughs> I know someone who has bitched about season two of Westworld. I liked Westworld. But it wasn't as I good as the first Westworld. season, was I mean, it? Second I like... No, I thought it was second good. Season. As good as the first season? Yeah, because it's different. Because in the second season, like you're more in. Now you're in the, the you know the park, and it's about you getting out of the park, or not Maeve, getting out of the park, and like it's just I don't know. I felt more intense in like figuring out like why did these guys get slaughtered and whatnot, like or why they turned. So okay, sure. Well, again, I haven't seen the second season, but I mean that's just one example of people. Some people mm. feeling as though. You start off with such a gold piece, mm -hmm. and then either because maybe the studio was like, you need to pump out the second mm. season ASAP, mm. these stories aren't allowed to marinate as as thoroughly as they were with the pilot season. I, I will say, I, I feel like, okay, so nostalgia does this interesting thing, which is that it creates loyalty in you. You know, mm -hmm. like when you love something enough, you will want to love it for as long as possible. And that's yeah. bankable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like as it goes on, it's almost like being in a relationship that kind of like runs dry. But I, you're I, like, I'm gonna, I still I'm gonna say I want to say that's not true. <laughs> Maybe uh, not for you, I, I straight drop Transformers oh, after. Oh, dude. Yeah. Really? After the first show, you so did I. After mm. the first one. After. But you didn't feel good Actually, about it. You were probably like, fuck. Like, why did they have to ruin it? Right? I mean, I was sad and disappointed, but yeah, I was like. And well, then I, like I, I went, I went yeah. to watch just to give it a chance to. And that's when I was like, when oh, I, I saw it two, bad. I was like, two yeah, was the worst. That, yeah. I'm like, I'm the done. One? Yeah, they got rid of Megan Fox too, oh, yeah. which is yeah. like sad. And I was, was that like, Revenge of the Fallen? Well, they got rid of everybody yeah. after yeah. the third one. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I'm done with this. It was like, yeah, yeah. That was kind of like me and the Pirates franchise. Mm -hmm. I didn't even watch those last two. Me neither. Well, mm -hmm. uh, I was forced to see the fourth one, oh, and I, I wanted forced. to gouge. Gouge my eyeballs. Well, the first one, I was like, oh, Somebody this have is like you, one of like, my favorite like... movies ever. <laughs> I loved the first I love the first one. First one so I used yeah. to think about it so much. I'm like, I can't wait till the sequels come out. Mm -hmm. And then Dead Man's Chest came out, and I was like, 
mm-hmm. what's going on? Yeah. And then the yeah. third one came out, and I was like, I give up. You know, but know. like going back to the point that I was making, though, I feel like okay, so nostalgia is a test of loyalty, mm-hmm. right? I, so then that uh, test of loyalty is determined by. How long has something been running and has the quality of it depreciated as long as it's been running? You know what I mean? And sometimes like the barometer Wars, for that is different for everyone. It's, it's different exactly. because people's tastes are subjective. But like sometimes when things change slightly but not like totally, people will still like the thing. Oh, yeah. But yeah. it like generally speaking, I feel like in franchises that we've seen that have gone on for longer periods of time, what I've noticed is that the original characters that we loved are now replaced by plot happenings. So it becomes a switch up of like, instead of like like highlighting what makes these characters unique, it's about throwing these characters in new scenarios mm. and not like heavily featuring the characters. Did you say there was work. a name for that type of fiction? Um, like pantsing and no, pantsing. like what was it? You were telling me when we were talking about Game of Thrones when the transform- transformative versus yeah, oh, like, what was that a called transformative versus, versus curative fandom? So curative yeah. fandom is like having a deep knowledge of the world and drawing on that as like data yes. for like how you understand like the canon, world of the fandom. Right? But and then transformative is also having the imagination to like insert new scenarios into it. Okay, but so both of these things aren't negative things in and well, of themselves. Well, it just sounds like a really bad sloppy case <laughs> of. <laughs> transformative fiction like some studio exec was like what if batman met aquaman and then they had a child named spider-man like i don't know like some (laughs) crazy shit like that right like people would be eating popcorn in their seats for that kind of flick by golly call up my agent you know Mm -hmm. like like that kind of thing yeah and like it goes back to i've talked about this on a previous episode of like at what point does a studio go like that's gonna be legendary yeah we gotta make something that'll grab their attention now (laughs) and it's a business choice yeah rather than an i've always wanted to tell a story about some kids getting together and playing D &D and the monster becomes real you know what i mean yeah like there's just a difference in like values here i agree yeah, and some people might say there's nothing wrong with either of those values. Sure, because it's it has to do with people's tastes. Right, 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 right. right. I actually um, one time got into this insanely long argument with one of my roommates. He only <laughs> lived with us for a brief amount of time, but uh, this guy was vehemently defending the last, uh, not the last Jedi. Um, last oh Jedi. yeah, the last Jedi. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the most recent. The most recent. Ray. Uh, what's his name? Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson Star like, with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Right. And he was like, it was brilliant. It was wonderful. It was such a good movie. Right. And I was like, what the fuck are you saying, man? <laughs> like, are you high? And we were arguing, arguing, arguing. And what it really got down to at the end of the day was he agreed with me mm-hmm. that some of the writing was shit, poor. Right. But he said it was brilliant because the studio execs and the writers and the directors, they worked with the time constraints that were given them. And they worked with the fan expectations and trying to subvert expectations left over behind from who wrote J.J. Uh, Abrams. Right. Mm-hmm. So Ryan, he was like, can you believe Ryan Johnson didn't have any kind of roadmap? He just took over from J.J. Abrams and he was able to make that despite all the pressure from all the Hollywood execs and, and Disney. And he was strong-armed into doing everything. I was like... If that was the case, then he shouldn't have made the movie at all. He's like, that's not how it works, Caitlin. It's art. It is It is a victory. Because given their shortcomings, they were able to make all this money off of a new story. 
And I was uh, like, right. where, where do your, <laughs> so, so in, my, in his head, yeah, yeah, his yeah. morals lie with being able to deliver to an mm. audience right. on the given date, meet mm. the deadline, create the thing. My morals are, if it's not good enough and solid it? enough, mm-hmm. don't make the movie. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like, Kaylin, that's not an option. They have to make the movie. They're right. like contractually obligated to make the movie. I was like, I don't true. care. Yeah. Right. Anyways. Well, see, but yeah, yeah that's a whole. But like, I mean, like mm-hmm. your scenario would never happen. And, okay, you so you guys are saying we're both extremes, yeah, like yeah. both extremes Absolutely of the spectrum. Extremes, yeah. mm-hmm. and, well, then I don't care. I don't want. I didn't and, want those and, new and, movies to happen and, anyway. Well, yeah, that, and, and it doesn't have we're talking to do about it. this we're talking is about like studio commercial yeah. versus mm-hmm. you being an independent filmmaker, right? Thing. Exactly. They're, these are two different. But what I'm trying to say is, if we all love Star Wars, then we want to honor the original spirit of Star Wars, right? And just because someone's given the opportunity to make another Star Wars movie, doesn't mean that you get to. Mm-hmm. kind of like lose grip of your holding on a good story and what made well, Star Wars so to, great. Talk to, to George Lucas in episode yeah. one, would, two, and three. I would. <laughs> well, right. well, see, and that's what I mean. Well, like, see, here's the thing, too. You're assuming that they're, they're, they're um, purposefully they care. making a bad <laughs> film. Nobody sets out to make a bad film. Oh, I know that. I'm sure they tried their best. Yeah, absolutely. But it was lacking. And if I, you know. They, so, I mean, like, they didn't know it was lacking, so they made the film anyway because they thought it was good. And it, and it came out okay. Yeah, all right. I mean, just I hear like what you're any, any filmmaker, like right, like as you're you're in the middle of making it, you think it's great. Uh, okay, how about this? How about this? Okay, what I, what if what really happened? What if what if what Except really for the happened? The guy who made the room. Even Tommy Wiseau <laughs> thought that that Mark. film was great. I'm sh- he thought it was genius. It's in his head. A fiction now. Right. <laughs> this is real Hollywood movie. I'll, I, I'll, uh, I think you know, we got to wrap this up. But um, I'll, I'm going to end with, um, and w- this is one of the wisest things I've ever heard from um, Rob Schneider. Mm. Oh. <laughs> this is crazy, right? Okay. So uh, Rob Schneider, I was at a Filipino American film fest, and uh, Rob Schneider came in all of a sudden, just in front of the um, um, the festival centerpiece, just to give a little talk. Mm. And he said, uh, "There are three miracles in movies, and I've always remembered this. One is, um, uh, what, what, yes, <laughs> I know, I'm forgetting it now, but like <laughs> three miracles. Uh, there are three, mir- <laughs> th- three miracles that we're talking about when you make a feature film. Mm. One is." Um, Finishing the film. Mm-hmm. That's your first miracle. Okay, true. Two yeah. is... Um, like starting it. <laughs> if, uh, two is, is, is it good? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then three, is it recognized? Or something like that. Is mm-hmm. it, oh, getting recognized. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. So those are the three miracles. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, y- you know, we like to talk about, like, what bad movies are. And, you mm-hmm. know, this, is, this sucks and this is good. But, uh, like, in the end, I don't think anybody goes out and they try to make purposefully a bad film. And, um, I mean, no. like... And so, you know, I think that when we're talking about the process of filmmaking, you know, uh, the fact that this film was made is a miracle in and of itself. Mm. So, um, sure, we're, we're free to have opinions about it. But, mm-hmm. like, in the end, um, we do have to take into account all the, the, the huge amount of work that went into it. I totally recognize that, which yeah. is why I will still praise the Wachowskis to this day. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because oh. they're, like, one of the... I, I think, like, there's still... I. For, in my opinion, a distinction to be made in like where the source of inspiration comes from when one makes the movie. And like that could also like be determined in a number of ways. But I feel like once a 
in like a start of an inception of a new idea happens, mm. that's usually very like idealistically motivated, which is like the ideal of what you're saying, Caitlin. Mm -hmm. And then as a franchise goes on, there tends to be more tendency and pressure from the studio mm -hmm. right. to create Absolutely. a story right. that's more business driven. And this is I mean, they yeah. they can intersect. There can be really good yes. business made decisions. Right. There can also be really bad I, I do have ideally to say, made. Do you guys what do you guys think about the state of American television? I, I feel and I've talked about this on the podcast before. It's like, wait, do we have time for that? <laughs> no, 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 just really quick. Just remember what I was saying. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Remember how I said I like K-dramas because right, right. they're like, 22 episodes, that's all you need. Right. No more new seasons. With America, they feel a need to churn out season after season until you see a steady decline in the quality mm. of the story because they're trying to write these stories out so Well, that so doesn't quickly. always happen. But it happens a lot. It does happen a lot, but yeah. I mean, we. But we look are. at soap operas; they've been right. going on for years, and they usually suck. But they still have an audience. It's like mm. ongoing audience. And I guess that's where your your value lies. Like, do you want to sustain this audience? Do you want to continue giving jobs to people? Sure. And I mean, that's a valid. <laughs> that's that's a valid thing. Right, yeah, right. that's a valid thing. Yeah. Uh, I, just yeah, I think to bring it's that very up. very different. I mean, K dramas mm. like the market there is very different. Yeah. And, um, okay, sure, fair enough, but. I don't know. I think it's still. I an think example. we're we're mm. talking very idealized, and unfortunately, uh, we do have to move on. So, um, Fine. Uh, we do have uh, uh, from the chat. Um, uh, Dreamfall seventy one says nobody aims to make a bad film. What about UA Bowl? <laughs> What about what? UA <laughs> Bowl. Do you know who UA Bowl is? What? What is that? No. Uh, UA Bowl made. I guess like, it's that bad. We didn't yeah. see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, not recognized. Not good. <laughs> right, right, right. He's. If you know anything about gaming movies, like uh -huh. Blood Rain, for example, you know UA Bowl. So he notoriously <laughs> makes bad films because he can make them. Oh. And um, uh, maybe he doesn't think they're bad films, but they definitely are when you watch him. And it's because <laughs> he gets, like, the way the British, I mean, the British, the German. If I'm correct, uh, German tax shelters work in terms of filmmaking. Like they're always going to make money on a film. So I mean, mm. yeah, you a bull. <laughs> All right. Yeah, watch his stuff. Just tell, let us know what you think. If you, have anybody in the chat has other you a bull films that we should watch, let us know. <laughs> so uh, moving on, geek news and trailers. Lots of stuff happening in the geek universe, even after. Uh, um, San Diego Comic-Con, and uh, let's go through these. Um, I, I suggested Rodney, we'll do a little bit of popcorn, so I'm going to read um, one, and then I'll call somebody out to continue with the next uh, the next uh, entry. So, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Galaxy, um, the TV show is heading to Hulu. Deadline reports that Carlton Cuse and Jason Fuchs. Fuchs. <laughs> Fuchs. Fuchs. Will both showrun and write the adaptation of Douglas Adams' Hitchhiker Guide for uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy for Hulu. The story follows hapless, um, the hapless Englishman and noted towel fan, Arthur Dent on his adventures across the cosmos. After the Earth is demolished by an alien species called the Vogons, primarily to make way for the interstellar version of a highway. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah, all you uh, uh, fans of the book, watch out. It's coming to Hulu. <laughs> oh, great. Popcorn. Um, right. Jen. Ella J. Bosco is uh, going to be playing the new Filipina-Korean... Oh, wait, no. She's playing Batgirl. But right. she is Filipina-Korean. Yes. She is. Yeah. So she's going to be playing Batgirl in the upcoming DC Extended Universe film called Birds of Prey. Um, it's officially titled Birds of Prey... 
uh, parentheses, and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Right. So that's an interesting title. Uh, I guess they're already hinting that they're going to free Harley Quinn. So anyway, uh, so yeah, this will be a Warner Brothers movie. It'll star Margot Robbie. I'm assuming as Harley Quinn because right. she played that for Suicide Squad. And Kathy Yan, another Asian American filmmaker, will be directing. So uh, Bosco, Ella J. Bosco, is the actor. She is born to a Korean mother and a Fil- Filipino father. And she's been on Veep, Teachers, and Grey's Anatomy. I've heard of those shows. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard of Teachers. Good honor. I haven't heard of Teachers. Yeah, I actually no. haven't heard of that, though. Teachers. <laughs> Teachers. We are Teetzers. lied. All right. Jen, Sample. call. Popcorn, somebody else. Uh, oh, yes. Caitlin. Caitlin. Oh, for this next one. Uh, yep. Okay. So Marvel announced at SDCC that Alyssa Wong, who we're trying to get on this podcast, yes. um, whose mother is Filipina, which makes her Filipina, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> come on, come on Pan Geekery. If you're watching Alyssa Wong, you know you want to join in on this fun. Um, <laughs> She will be co-writing the new superhero origin of Wave. Oop, no, the sup- she will be <laughs> she's writing for basically <laughs> Marvel's latest Filipino superhero Wave and she's going to be writing the origin story. She was first introduced in War of the Realms, Agents of Atlas. And in that story we saw her using, you know, powers of water manipulation to d- uh, defend the Philippines and the world from fire goblins. Fun. Um and there's this new uh, comic book, Arrow, in which her story is elaborated upon. Um, we find out that she was an aspiring swimmer working in a fast food restaurant to earn money for her tuition. Boy, that sounds like a Filipino-American story. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, fun fact, Wong is a multi-awarded science fiction writer. She's already won the Nebula Award. Holy shit. Wow. Considering she's my age. The World Fantasy Award and the Locust Award and has been and has written an Adventure Time comic book and stories for the video game Overwatch. Damn. Oh my god. Overwatch? Basically, wow, this bitch girl. is a badass. Really? <laughs> yeah. I checked out her website. I was like, fuck. Damn, Anyways. yo. Also, why do people keep hating on fire, man? Fire's my favorite. It's like <laughs> hating on fire goblins, hating on a fire nation, whatever. I, mean, I see how it is. Oh, you it's mean like fire goblins. as an element? Yeah, itself? Fire, I mean, she yeah. has water, so <laughs> they gotta have some. I think it's just because it's red. Fire is always yeah. evil. It's red like, is just mm. the. Uh, these people are, these people have never been cold. That's All why. All of my Pokemon have always been fire types. Just saying. Popcorn Walter. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, all right, so Carnival Road trailer came out, and before it's been even released, the first season's been released, they've already renewed renewed it for a second season. That's bold, man. Like, that is pretty ballsy. What, what if the some, first season sucks? <laughs> and they're like halfway Dude. through, they're like, wait, stop production. <laughs> I mean, that just goes to show how confident they are. I guess uh, so. I mean, I saw the trailer, and I was like, I'm actually going to watch this. It seems interesting. Like... <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Industrial, <laughs> I'll give it a shot. industrial, yeah. ev- uh, industrial revolution time period with fairies and like steampunk. I yeah. see an Asian right. person sort of. in the background. You see her oh, wait, bottom no, steampunk left corner in the red. Yeah, bottom left. Yeah. Back. Who's she? They're probably hopefully have, like, she's, a China hopefully she's an actual equipment. character, not like just. It. Is that they a stock photo? Put, yeah. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, Amazon Prime original series Carnival Row has already been renewed for a second season, despite the fact that it has. To have its se- yet, to, yet have to have its have, season one premiere. Typo. Um, Carnival Row, which is based on Travis Bachman's feature script, A Killing on, a Killing on Carnival Row, seems to fit this mold with a star-studded cast including Orlando Bloom and 
Cara Delevingne. How do I say her Delevingne. name? Delevingne. 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 Who star as two star-crossed lovers in a Victorian fantasy world populated by mythological immigrant creatures and the humans who oppress them. Wow. So That's it, quite a premise. I know. Yeah. It reminds me of a Bright, but right. instead oh, of bright. modern day, right. it's back um, then. I would just like to see a story about uh, two lovers that are not star-crossed one day. <laughs> Where they're, they're moon crossed. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, just, they're just there. Adjacent. Yeah, they're just chilling. Not crossed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like freeway crossed. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Wah, wah. All right. <laughs> Walter, popcorn someone. Uh, Earl. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Expanse renewed for season five before season four airs. This Whoa. is a trend, Ooh. it seems. People are getting confident. I but see, know. this I get behind because I know right. that Expanse they know, is awesome. They, exactly. They've already mm-hmm. have a fan. And they have books already. The books are already, you know, are yeah, ahead of the Yeah, they have three series, seasons so. before already. That's we right have there. them behind us. Wow. So two days ago at the uh, television, I can't talk. Television. Television. Two days ago at the Television Critics Association, Amazon announced that it has, it has renewed its science fiction series, The Expanse, for a fifth season. The set, um, the series is set in the future, based on the book series by James S. A. Corey, which is behind us. The many of the volumes are behind us, and follows the crew of a spaceship called the Rosinante as they navigate a war between various planets in our solar system. Season four will follow the events of the fourth book in the series, Cibola Burn. Is that correct? Uh, although at this point it's not clear um, whether or not season five will follow events of the fifth book, Nemesis Games. Super excited for this to drop. So. I'm looking forward to it, and. I feel like this justifies people's Amazon Prime membership. Right. <laughs> oh, that, that, and you're that watching good. The Boys, right? And you, you said yeah, that's pretty and, good. Yeah, uh, and The Boys is good. I it was it was my geeky wreck, but you know, oh, it's, it's too recent. <laughs> it's too recent. But so, uh, yeah, this is this is great news. I mean, it's definitely giving Amazon like ammo to fight against like Netflix Ooh, and Hulu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Because these but are they've already got some great stuff on there, right? They're gonna have Lord of the Rings. Right. Dude, yeah. they've yeah. got Fleabag. I've been obsessed <laughs> with I've heard Fleabag. about Fleabag. Is he like really texted me oh <laughs> randomly the other day. Like, you I've need heard, to yeah, Fleabag. I just haven't Good. gotten to Fleabag. It's only twenty minutes so much, long. Man. Like Watch is it a comedy it. or a drama? It's a comedy. Homecoming, yeah. Homecoming. The, the yeah. Julia Homecoming Roberts, right? is so good. Julia oh, Roberts. Yeah, show. that's. I saw the trailer for that, and I'm like, <gasps> um, um. Oh. The podcast is. You so should good. listen to the, the podcast shit. first because it's about okay. like. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because is it the mm-hmm. podcast same it's thing about military yes. coming home mm-hmm. and yeah. whatever? Mm. But it's specifically, really she's part of like a shadow organization. She's part right? of some like shadow. Well, like some doing like mysterious on these guys, kind of. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you don't so, know. Yeah. You find out as the story continues. Mm-hmm. Right. That's yeah. what. It, at least. Damn I've, it! I've Who told my autobiography? It's good. It's really good. Yeah. This is really really cool. That's the last uh, news item, right? Yep. It is the Guys, last news we're, item. Guys, we're making Just making sure time. that we hit the last news item and we're ready to move on, yeah? Okay. Okay. Right. So uh, at this time, on. I would like to um, wish uh, both Walter and Jenna happy birthday. Woo! Bring out the oh cake! Yeah! 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 Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Jen. Happy 23, Jen. Happy 23, question mark? Rodney has a story about these candles. Uh, 
so happy 23rd birthday, Jen. And, uh, <laughs> happy 65th birthday. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I'm, so glad you remember. I'm so glad so, you remember. All right. My half, my half birthday. birthday. Kaylin's half birthday. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. I love uh, cake. So apparently, is it an ice cream cake? That's amazing. Holy ah! shirt ball. Oh, it's ice cream. It's an ice cream yeah. cake. <laughs> 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 I just fucking just <laughs> Oh, oh God! God. Wow. We're being so Asian right now. Me and Walter. You guys are being so Asian. Phone. Are you kidding <laughs> me? Wow! Right. Oh, my, oh God. my God! Oh, thank, thank you guys. guys. You guys are awesome. So we we got happy so birthdays cute. from the chat from oh Dream Dreamfall seventy one. Playkill and Aaron Davis all say happy birthday. Uh, thanks, guys. Yeah. Well, it's Walter's actual birthday. My uh, birthday was the like twenty fourth last yeah. week. Right, right, right. Yeah. Awesome. And all my right. half birthday is in a few no days. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone cares. No cares. It's my half birthday. There's Where's no such cake? thing, Where's Caitlin. Where's my half cake? <laughs> <laughs> half of this cake. I'll give you a quarter. All right, bye. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, are you gonna get Don't say it out loud, though. It's Walter's Silent actual wish. birthday, so he should blow out all of them. No. no. You can okay. blow your, your fake okay, 23, I'll, yeah. I'll blow this one. Okay. Ready? I blow half the can. Yay! Yay! Nice. Um, so, uh, Leo. um, Leo's. if you yeah. say happy birthday in the chat, we'll send you a piece of the cake. It'll take. Just kidding. People will be like, you know what? I want to see. Don't say that because they'll be like, I want to see if they do send it to me. Three uh, yeah. Ziploc bag, a fucking just liquid. So, Prime, fun fact: it's two-day shipping with Amazon Prime. Okay. He's a birthday king. Yeah. Fun, fun fact: uh, when uh, one of my friends was in college, uh, we tried to overnight him a burrito. Oh, to Hawaii why? because he was in Hawaii and he wanted a, a burrito from California. So <laughs> See, we tried it overnight. And then? It did not make it. So uh, like, what do you mean? It, like, it, it didn't arrive? Or it, like, it, it arrived, it, but it, it was it, all fucked it was up. Yeah, it just didn't. It was not edible by the time it got there. I can't believe you overnighted a burrito. We overnighted a burrito. <laughs> Shout out to, to uh, Bird Like a frozen burrito? Or just like a... Oh, but uh, from, from, uh, yeah, you got to pack ice. Yeah, pack it was packed in ice. What? Wow. so bad? Um, it was from um, an Alberto's burrito. Oh, it's postal service probably That's opened. They probably though. opened it like, because like they were like, "What's this bomb?" Because <laughs> he was lonely. <laughs> it looks like a stick of dynamite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. god! Can we eat this now? Uh, you guys, Ma Brand it's says melting. Happy birthday. You have to eat it now. Thanks. Uh, Ma Brand says happy birthday and happy half birthday. <gasps> okay, okay. Are we eating? Oh. oh. Thanks, oh. wifey. Oh. So it's, this is the Thank game. Thank you, wifey. Thank you, wifey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. should the winners get the cake first. Nope. Walter, do it. <laughs> winners get the cake they get first. to eat the cake first. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> that is a legit knife. It's not like I a, know. A, a well, cake you like a big ass piece. Yeah, that's why like did you go right in the middle? <laughs> oh, he's gonna do the rectangular cuts, right? right? right. Yeah, because it's a rectangular cut. I'm, I'm excited to find out what kind of ice cream this is. Crikey! Such a big cake. Whoa. It's been in the freezer cake, this cake, entire time. Cake, 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 cake. <laughs> it's actually cutting quite well for a frozen. Oh, no okay. game? Oh, okay. Oh, I was uh, getting. You guys can do it while I'm. Why can't we play I, the game? I, love I was that excited for the game. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, who wants to be on? Who's maybe the birthday people against? Uh, I don't know, but you talk slow. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Earl, dude, Earl talked so slow. That's why I they was, lost last. Okay, Earl, I was you gotta talk so fast, okay? tired. Earl, you have to con. talk fast. Okay? I'm gonna try. I'm okay, gonna do my okay, best. Okay. I'm talking fast today. So okay, like. so it'll be the birthday people against the non-birthday people. All right. How's that? Okay. okay. Fine. So Jen, you want to trade places with me so I can? Oh, okay. I can move. Oh no 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 no. Oh. Because we gotta sit next to. Yeah. Oh, like maybe you guys trade places then. Sorry. Oh, oh no, that's not gonna help. That's not gonna help. <laughs> oh fuck, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Poor now Earl. I'm sitting yeah, next sorry. to Earl. I know I talk slow. And as Walter cuts the cake, we are going to play this game. <laughs> so you're gonna We're go gonna first. Get a lot. Earl, you're gonna go okay. first, okay? okay. It's gonna so be heads gonna... up, right? Okay. Heads up on our phone. Yeah. So what put category on your are you doing? It's uh, blockbuster films again. Okay, okay, great. Okay, here it goes. Yes, yes. Okay. Oh, this is um, Matthew Broderick. He plays hooky in the 80s in this uh, iconic Ferris Bueller. film. Full title? Uh, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Nice. Good. Um, oh, this was uh, um, this came out two years ago. It's by this Italian director, uh, and it's got Army Hammer and Timothy Chalamet. They play two gay people. Oh, oh, in the uh, call me your name. Call me by your name. Yes, good job. Um, oh, okay, this is the second film with all the superheroes in Marvel together. Not uh, the first one. Infinity but the second. War. No, Avengers that's the third Infinity. one. What's the second one? Um, uh, Age of Ultron. Yes, but the the, the name of it is uh, Avengers: Age okay. of Ultron. Okay, this one is. Um, uh, film, oh gosh, Macaulay Culkin dies because he has like an allergic oh, reaction right. to bees. Um, uh, my girl. Yes, good job. Um, oh, uh, b uh, football players, uh, Denzel Friday Washington. Denzel Washington. Um, uh, Remember the Titans? Yes. Ye oh, uh, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Training day. Oh, nice, nice. Well done. Oh nice. my god. Almost a corner piece. How many? How many? How many do you get? You got five. Five. Wow! Five. Nice. <laughs> Dude, this ice cream cake is amazing. Mm -hmm. All right, same time. Okay, I'm guessing. Oh my god! Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Up is right. Correct. Okay, yeah. so uh. Down is right. World War II film, very sad. Saving Private Ryan. Uh no, um, little girl putting their hands in the cannons. What? Spielberg movie. What the hell? Spielberg movie oh. about a man that saves a whole bunch of people by putting them on. Oh, sorry. Yes. My bad. I'm just kidding. My bad. I didn't really know. Okay, so this is based off of the I'm most popular, longest running animated TV show, but turned into a film. Dragon Ball Z? No, longest running American <laughs> comedy. American, com American comedy, longest running animation show turned into a film. Uh, I don't pass. Pass. Okay, uh, pass. Oh, flip it. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so this is uh, an automobile. So what's another name for an automobile? Car. Cars. So, yes. Car story. Car, just car. Car story. Sorry. Okay, so <laughs> it's about <laughs> nuns, nuns, nuns. A sister singing. act. Yes. Okay. Oh, man. Damn it. I like car story, though. Car story. <laughs> <laughs> new Pixar film. The new Pixar film, Car Story. You guys want? All right, so you guys got three. Uh, S uh, J P A B R says happy birthday, fam. Hey, thank you guys. Yay! All right, I'm scared. All right, right. You got this, Earl. I'm gonna you try. Got I'm gonna this. Try. I'm gonna try to talk fast. You got talk this. Fast. You got this. 
Um, this is a sad movie. Uh, Andy Kaufman is that it? No, no, no. This is um, Robert Sunshine? De Niro. Robert De Niro, um, a, about a guy who uh, uh, has a yellow car and he. Uh, Rain Man? Oh no! <laughs> uh, fuckers. Uh, Keep going. He has a yellow car. It's it's about his life in New York, where there are a lot of these. Taxi, oh. taxi driver. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, it's a Rapunzel story, but Tangled. Disney. Yes. Um, uh, another Disney, but it's about a witch who turns into a dragon. Um, oh, oh Maleficent. Yes. Um, uh, is this uh, is this the one with the uh, four um, the four feelings? And it's another Pixar. Oh, oh. Um, um, oh shit. Uh, Fucking a. Jeez. Oh my god! No, I know this one. Um, Damn it. Uh, all right, uh, uh, Swashbuckler has a uh, thing across his eyes. Pirates Ant of the Caribbean. Uh, Antonio Banderas. Oh, f no! <laughs> oh, man! Zorro! Yeah. And the other one was um, Inside Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God! It's all right, it's all right. Fuckers. Dude, I fucking love it's this okay. I love this cake, man. This cake this is great. Is we like should have cake strawberry. This cake is great, guys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Even though it's not my birthday, but yeah, thank you, Rodney. Thank you, Rodney. Uh, Okay. Joe Switch, bro. Thanks, Aaron. Okay, it's uh, me and Walter's I see your, turn. I love you 3,000. I mean, it's me and Walter's okay. Love you okay. too, man. Um, oh, it's this, you know, these toys that you put together, but... Russian it, doll. No, it's, but he's <laughs> Superman's counter, <laughs> the guy who beats everyone in, in DC Universe. Magneto? No, no, he's Batman? DC. Yeah, but it's, it's a toy, like, oh, you know, man. that you put them together piece by piece. Transformers? No. What are you talking about? DC? No, it's toy? uh it's um, a <laughs> pass. <laughs> um <laughs> people who this thing that's that beats in your chest. Heart? Yeah, but when it's uh broken, like heartbroken. Like use it as a person or people. Heartbreaker. Yes. Uh oh, the one with the rabbit. It's um What's is it animated or it's uh, no live action. It was Johnny Depp. In it, <laughs> and his other name for Donald. Donnie Darko. Yes. Okay. Uh, oh, Jake the. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. That's Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. It's not, it's oh, was it? Yeah. Sorry, totally messed up. Like, oh, that's that's why I was like really thrown. Don, the Lego the Batman movie was. Uh, really uh, was in that. So how many did you get? Two. Two. Damn. We're behind. I think we're behind, aren't we? Mm -hmm. By how much? By you'll see later. By three or four right now. Okay. Mm. Let's do this. Mm. It's your turn. That's my turn. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. Oh, okay. This was um, a Pixar movie that came out a few years ago. The animals they address police brutality and racism. Oh shit! What is that called? Um. um there's like you know the fox and the I'm, bunny. I'm not gonna know the name. Oh, so okay. Pass. pass. Yeah. Jungle okay. Book. Um. Oh shit! Pass. 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 Okay. Um, oh, um, he just said this. He just said it. What? Uh, There's like a talking snake and a talking bear, and this, this one. Jungle Book. Mowgli. Jungle yeah. Book. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The fourth way. Okay. I don't know that one. Back, back, back. Oh, the sixth book in the J.K. Rowling franchise. Um, uh, it's uh, where Dumbledore dies. Right. Quantum um, Solace. Half Blood Prince. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> the name of the series uh, is Harry Potter and yes. the Half Blood okay, Prince. Okay. Good. 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 Um, uh, when everybody knows who you are, it's being in a state of, like, you're a celebrity. Right, so. right, you're famous. Almost famous. Uh, no, 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 just the core word. Not Fame. Yes, mm. yes. Okay. 
Um, oh, uh, strippers dancing in a bar, Tar uh, Tara Banks. Oh, fuck, okay. What was that last one? Ty coyote, coyote Ugly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where we're going after this, yeah. <laughs> SJPBR, what is, m that's my friend okay. Alex's face. Oh which one, which one? one? Oh my God, I love Zootopia. Okay. No, 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 after this, we could do one okay. more each. Wait, hold yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, football movie about what do you see in a stadium at night? Friday night lights. Yeah. Oh, shoot the word oh, night. Sorry. <laughs> that doesn't count. Uh, so <laughs> you're living in a dream world, Neo. Uh, oh, Matrix. Mm -hmm. uh, I see dead people. Um, suit. How many? Uh, you have five of these, but then this is another one. Six cents. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. Ho. Eminem. Oh, oh um, uh, eight mile. Mm -hmm. Or is it the eight mile? Uh, <laughs> so, don't waste time. <laughs> Come on. Okay, so Barbara Streisand sings. Oh, this one. Pass. Come on. Oh, come on. Come on. Okay. Um, so uh, Leonardo DiCaprio goes into limbo and travels oh, through um, dreams. Oh, Inception. Mm -hmm. The Inception. Uh, so uh, he fights Godzilla, but this time. Large monkey. King Kong versus Godzilla. The King Kong. Uh, oh. Remember, the first one doesn't count. Yes, she, it does. No, she said night. No, she didn't. Mm -hmm. No, she didn't. You did. Play it back. Nice, nice. <laughs> what do we got? You guys got four. Kong Skull Island. Oh, it's pretty good. Not bad. Kong, Kong, Kong. <sighs> Hold on. Okay. They got four? Mm. Did they get four or five? Four. 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 Last round. Four. Okay. Last round. Last round. Last round. Okay. Right, Earl. All right, Earl. All right. All right. Talk fast. I know. Talk fast. Talk fast. Uh, all right. Uh, this is a uh, movie about news reporters. Uh, Will Ferrell. Fuck. Um, no, that's not a Will Ferrell movie. I don't know that. Well, not Will Ferrell. Keep going. Uh, oh. Um, all right, uh, <laughs> uh, Quentin Tarantino, mm -hmm. uh, the Germans, the Nazis. Inglorious Bastards. Yes. Uh, all right, uh, second Batman movie by uh, Nolan. Oh, The Dark Knight. Uh, no, sorry, the third one. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right, uh, Doctor movie, uh, Robin Williams. Um, he has clown Flubber, nose. Flubber. No, it's uh, about doctors. He's a doctor. Specifically, uh, Robin like, Williams? Oh. Yeah. I know um, it. Uh, He's a clown nose? Yes. Uh, pass. Joker. All right. Uh, superhero <laughs> film by Pixar, A Family. Oh. Oh, The Incredibles. Yes. Okay. Uh, Mahershala Ali. Moonlight. Uh, yes. Wow. Um, all right. This is a... I was going to say... This? Okay. What was it? The kids are all right. The kids are all right. Oh, oh no, it's no. um, uh, Julianne Moore, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. and um, Annette Bening. That's it. Yeah. We got one. All right. One more Here's for you guys. How much do we have to catch up? You guys want to know what it is right now? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Need six, right seven now to it's win. Nine to fifteen. Yeah. Seven to win. Fifteen, 15 to nine. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah, you can do it. Let's see. It's your possible. Okay. So right now okay, the standings okay. are nine to six, sixteen, fifteen, nine to fifteen. Oh, it's uh, the guy who candies. He ha he has candy. He gives to kids. He you go to his big. They make candy. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No. no. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, she would have. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it says animation with the llama. Oh, uh, Emperor's New Groove. Yes. Oh my god. Um, pass. Um, two ninety nine. Add one more. Two hundred ninety nine plus one. I don't know what that is. Oh, three hundred. Oh. oh okay. Um, it's, that uh, counts, right? Three hundred. Yeah. Uh, sure. When it's opposite of hot. Cold. Oh, you don't know this one. And then they're uh, uh, faster than walking. Uh, cold run. Cold oh. sprint. It's, it's a movie about the s- bobsled team. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> um, NWA. The movie <laughs> recently. What? <laughs> Straight Jamaica out of Compton. got a bobsled team. He's <laughs> 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 a shimmy boy. Cool run. <laughs> I said Willie. Really, I said Willie. Really like no, you said Charlie. Charlie. You said Charlie the chocolate oh. factory. Oh. They're two different. So how many oh. you guys got? Two. You got three hundred. No, you got more than that. Yeah. It was... Oh, brother, where art thou? Three, yeah. Three, two. Three hundred. Oh, so you guys got three. What do you do for like Greece? You're like trying to I'm just, trying like shoot like, it up. We go together. Shoot it up. Whatever. All right, I'll give you guys three for that one. So the total was fifteen to twelve. Not bad. We only lost. We won by three points. Don't, don't. We don't need the pity. We don't need the pity. Stop trying to play it up. Whatever. Whatever. I've been losing every freaking game. I know. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you, everybody, for joining in on chat. Uh, join us next week, uh, 8 p.m. Twitch.tv at our regular time schedule, which is Tuesday. Um, today is Monday, right? Yeah, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Twitch.tv. Uh, hit us up on all the socials at PanGeekery. Hit like, subscribe, follow all that stuff. Thank you to the cast. Thank you to the crew. Happy birthday to Jen and Walter. Welcome Ooh. back, Walter. Thank you. Welcome Thank you. I'm glad to be back. Thanks. Shout guys. out to our sponsors once again. Jimmy John's. Freaky Fast makes it freaky fresh. Go into the Koreatown location, mention Pan Geekery, and get a discount. Shout out Ooh. to PWC, Pilipino Worker Center, for allowing us to use this space. And... Thank you, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Shout out Pan Geekery at Jimmy John's. Yeah, yeah shout out Pan Geekery. Just at shout Jimmy at John's. the cashier. Just shout at the Pan 10% discount. Things Geek, <laughs> an all diverse perspective. Visit us online at www.pangeekery.com.